Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hello and welcome to a Tuesday live right here on the early line on SportsGrid and all across the SportsGrid network. That includes SportsGrid.com slash watch where you can find your favorite destination to consume everything all across the grid. I am Ben Stevens. He is Donnie Wright's side and we are here on a happy Hollows Eve Halloween to everybody out there on this Tuesday for the next three hours up until 11 a.m. Eastern. Donnie Wright's side, tell the people, what are you dressing up as tonight for Halloween. I'm dressed up as a handicapper, trick or treat. You want some picks? You come to me. Knock on my door. What do you want? Snickers, Kit Kats? No, 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 no. We're going to have action yeah. tonight here on the Diamond and the NBA and also the NHL. A couple of puck guys here. Yeah, we got a good show coming today, but it is Halloween. Maybe we should have dressed. Did I dress up as a sportscaster? Like, do I, you know, can I? You look good. I wanna... Yeah, there you go. Yeah. The sports jacket looks good. How the legs feeling after last night on PFT? I mean, who needs squats, man? Just stand up, do shows, put it on for the people, and away you go, man. No need to do any cardio anymore. You guys look great last night. A special PFT Monday night football preview. You can see those guys, Kev, Joe, Donnie, on Thursday night as well. DRS, we look back on Monday night football in the Motor City. Week number eight of the NFL season now in the books. No tricks, no treats last night for Detroit. The Lions bounced back from a dismal effort the week prior in Baltimore to remind us, hey, this Detroit squad... Pretty, pretty good this year in 2023. 26-14, the final last night in the Motor City. They hammer the Las Vegas Raiders in cover as a touchdown favorite at home. Yes, and last night, I, how did the game not go over? Well, yeah, it's the Vegas Raiders why the game didn't go yep. over. The Detroit Lions, if this game continued to play on, would have just handed the football to Jameer Gibbs left and right along. I mean, Craig Reynolds went for 14 for 74 yesterday. They did whatever yep. they want to yesterday. That was the only thing that upset me, getting that total. But the Detroit Lions look like they're back, and so are we. Welcome in the radio audience here. You're watching and listening live on a Tuesday morning edition, Halloween, right here at the Sports Grid Network, the early line. He's Ben. I'm Donnie recapping last night's Monday night football game. The Detroit Lions, yeah, they were supposed to win that football game. They were dominant. 26 to 14 doesn't even do this game service, Ben. Detroit was that good last night. And Jimmy Garoppolo, yeah, wonderful off-season signing last year for the Vegas Raiders. I mean, look at how atrocious the numbers were. 10 of 21 for Jimmy G, only 126 yards, zero touchdowns, an INT, a QBR, Donnie, after being sacked 
six times as well of 3.7. We talked about it all day yesterday, how quarterbacks across the league, it could be a rookie, it could be a guy having his first starting season in the NFL or a veteran former MVP. Regardless, it was guys putting up their best statistical performance of the season of their career against this Lions pass defense. Not for Jimmy Garoppolo. And boy, Devontae Adams is probably banging down the door in Las Vegas. Trade me on this NFL trade deadline day. DRS, as we go from Monday Night Football last night in Detroit, more of a recap coming your way in just a few minutes. We go to game number three of the World Series last night out in Phoenix. For the first time, we go to the desert in the Rangers. They stay perfect on the road through this October run. Texas now, Donnie, a perfect 9-0 undefeated away from Arlington. A 3-1 victory in game number three. A 2-1 series lead for the Rangers. Max Scherzer dips out after three innings, got hit with a line drive off his elbow. We said that wasn't even the issue. His back seized up, so in comes Gray, who was phenomenal in a, a, post, a postseason appearance coming out of the bullpen when maybe you didn't think you were coming in that early. Three innings pitch, only one hit, no earned runs. Fantastic bullpen work by the Texas Rangers to knock off the Snakes yeah. last night. That's pivotal. You have a 2-1 to one lead, and this was the game I was looking forward to the most for the Arizona Diamondbacks. I thought they had the pitching advantage. Again, if you would have told me, Ben, only three innings out of Scherzer, yeah, Arizona is going to rake and win this game and be up two to one fantastic job by that texas bullpen and also when you need your superstars to come up in big moments on the road seager did that last night hit a blast yeah. and away they went texas rangers take control of the series a 421-foot two-run bomb in the top of the third. Really for Brandon Font, DRS, who records the first loss of his rookie postseason for Arizona. Not a bad outing, just a bad third inning and a bad few pitches in a row. Three runs for Texas in the third. That was the difference. Arizona actually slightly out-hit Texas. Six hits for the Snakes, five hits for the Rangers. It doesn't matter. The Rangers scored more runs. They take a 2-1 series advantage. I know DRS was asleep. Listen, I was asleep too. Everybody was probably asleep out on the East Coast, maybe even back in LA for an NBA blockbuster trade. James Harden, the saga is over in Philadelphia. The Sixers ship Harden and a few others to Los Angeles for a group of players in return. The Beard, now a Clipper DRS, a ton of picks coming back to Philly as well. Yeah, both sides got what they wanted here, but I think from a Sixers perspective, you knew James Harden was not going to play, so there were two outlets here. Sit James Harden on the bench and just let him go in free agency and get nothing, or say, you know what, let's work out a deal here with the Clippers and see what happens. We talked about this numerous times. I didn't think James Harden was going to play another game for the Philadelphia 76ers, yeah. and it was apparent that not going on that first road trip meant a deal was probably imminent. It was interesting to see James Harden on the bench for Philadelphia's opening night game at home in a victory over the Portland Trailblazers, but he gets shipped out. The Sixers get some players back, some picks back, and the Clippers get the player they wanted in James Harden. We'll see how it turns out. I don't know if you could say it's a win for both sides because James Harden, a little bit older there, but he wanted to go. He'll be reinvigorated. It's a superstar team. We'll see how it plays out, though, but I think both sides probably come away from this deal getting what they wanted. The Clippers were 12-1 to to win the West before the year got underway. About $5 off that price now. 7-1 to tied for the third best odds to win the Western Conference crown alongside the Golden State Warriors. No drop-off on the road for the Dubs yesterday in the Big Easy. They follow up a win the night prior in Houston by double digits, blowing out the Pels as Steph Curry, DRS, drops 42 points in New Orleans. 
7 of 13 from three-point range. And yesterday, I really liked the Pelicans. Hey, man, early bird yeah. gets the worm. Minus 2.5, shifts up to 4.5 or 5 by game time here. And the Warriors blew out the Pelicans here. Old teams back-to-back on the road aren't supposed to do this. And Steph Curry just said, drop 42 points. That's pretty impressive for Golden State. 3-1 on the season. Yeah, a very good start for the Dubs. Two road victories. We know their struggles last year away from San Francisco. So today is deadline day, the trade deadline in 2023 in the National Football League. And when you're a two and five football team, Donnie, after a playoff win a season ago, you're going to start selling. We saw that for Big Blue, the New York Giants, trading Leonard Williams, the defensive lineman, to Seattle. They get a couple of picks back, including a second rounder, but Leonard Williams now making his way to the Pacific Northwest. Love the move for the Seattle Seahawks who are now in first place in the NFC West with a legitimate yep. path to winning that division and making some noise in the playoffs. I love that, but also from a Giants perspective. Don't stop there. Saquon Barkley, I don't care what Brian Dable said. If you're the general manager, go over his head, which you are, and make that move on Saquon Barkley if there's a viable trade partner. Tear it down, Giants. This is one of the most unathletic, untalented team, if I can use that word, in the NFL. You got to mm. rebuild from somewhere. It's just not working. Saquon should be up next, and I expect him to be moved by 4 o'clock if the Giants Giants are smart about winning in the future. Quarterback news elsewhere in Arizona. Joshua Dobbs benched. Enter the rookie out of Houston, Clayton Toon. And speaking of college football, Iowa fans rejoice and pop the bottles. Brian Ferentz, the offensive coordinator, the son of Kirk, the head coach, will not return next year in 2024. TEL next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. We're live right here on this Tuesday on the early line on SportsGrid. I am Ben. He is Donnie. Week number eight of the NFL regular season is now in the books. Coming to a close last night in Detroit on Monday Night Football between the Lions and the Raiders. And Donnie, we've talked about this multiple different times throughout this NFL season. The Lions trying to do something they have not in 30 years. That's win a divisional crown. They have not won a playoff 
playoff game in 32 years. So when those are your expectations and you are favored to do both of those things, we judge you and evaluate you a little bit differently than we have in the last decade or so. And as the long and strong divisional frontrunners in the NFC North, when the Lions are booked as a favorite, we expect them not just to win the football game outright, but also to cover the number. And the Lions certainly proved that last night in the Motor City, 26-14, the victory over Las Vegas. Detroit covers as a full touchdown favorite at home. The total which made its way down, Donnie, 45 and a hook, was the over-under by the time we got the kick on Monday night. Does stay under because that Lions defense slows down anything Vegas tried to do last night. And by the way, you're taking a look here at the Detroit Lions and you're saying to yourself, do you remember back on opening night against the Kansas City Chiefs, every time Jameer Gibbs got the football, it looks like he was ready to make a breakout play. But it's always been Montgomery. And there's no knock on Montgomery. He's been very solid this season. But yesterday was one of those games where he said, can we build off that momentum that we saw last week? They got blasted by the Baltimore Ravens. But Jameer Gibbs was the lone bright spot on that Detroit Lions offense. So this week comes in. 26 carries, adds another five touches through catches, gives him 31 total for the game, and he was a machine on the ground. 26 carries, 152 yards, and a touchdown here. This is what you hope for when you draft him. And also, going back to the draft, we knew B. John Robinson was a special talent, but there were some people in the know that said, you know what, Jameer Gibbs might actually be the better football player overall. He was awesome last night, and this is another added weapon for Detroit that they can use. But overall, you look at the Lions. They were supposed to win this football game. I thought they would, but I actually thought Vegas would hang around, and they did. But my goodness, I love the front seven dominating pass rush here from the yeah. Detroit Lions, six times sacking Jimmy Garoppolo. And it's not so many times, Ben, about what you do with the sacks, right? Because Joe Burrow gets sacked all the time. But Joe Burrow doesn't have happy feet and look scared in the pocket. You want to talk about a quarterback that was feeling the pass rush that wasn't even there at times? It was Jimmy Garoppolo last night. That was a horrendous offensive performance across the board in a game where you figured yeah. in a dome, Jimmy Garoppolo would be able to operate and the secondary for the Detroit Lions is a little bit vulnerable. They crushed them across. And again, getting back to the score, 26 to 14, it might as well have been 46 to 14 last night, Ben. No doubt about it, DRS, because think about how this game played out. The Lions had three turnovers and still won by nearly yeah. two touchdowns. They fumbled the football deep inside Vegas territory as they were about to score to bounce back from a pick six that Jared Goff threw on the previous possession. Marcus Peters taking it back 75 yards virtually to the house inside Ford Field. That's how they got to 14 points. The Raiders had one scoring drive offensively. Josh Jacobs finds the end zone for just the third time on the ground this year that was a good plus 125 ticket but that was pretty much the only optimistic bit for the Raiders offensively so again Donnie Detroit was booked as a touchdown favorite they were supposed to win this game comfortably being favored by a touchdown or more in the National Football League is a hefty margin that you were expected to win the game outright but to cover in the way the Lions did is a testament to this Detroit team. The litmus test for the Lions virtually each and every week. This week they passed with flying colors and that was big for Detroit to show that bounce back, to show that resilience after a disappointing effort on the road in Baltimore the weekend prior. Now Donnie Detroit is 6-2. and two. They have been a favorite in six of their eight games. They have covered in all six of their victories. Five times booked as a favorite, twice as a touchdown or greater favorite 
this year. And those were the two things, Donnie, that I personally wanted to see out of the Lions. How would the defense respond? Top 10 in the NFL in scoring defense entering that week seven matchup, excuse me, against Baltimore. They gave up 38 points. They limit the Raiders to just seven points offensively. And then what will we see out of Jameer Gibbs for the second consecutive game with David Montgomery missing and Jameer Gibbs goes off like you said 26 rush attempts 152 yards nearly six yards per carry and it wasn't done there five grabs on five targets for 37 yards if you are a believer in Detroit if you feel confident in this Lions side what you saw last night at home Donnie despite three turnovers leading to seven points for Las Vegas on that pick six you have to feel really really good about where Detroit is following week number eight only a few running backs can make that touchdown run that Jameer Gibbs did last night, going up into a you know pile three yards into the line of scrimmage and absolutely jump cutting outside and just a burst of speed into the end zone. But let's take the long view here for the Detroit Lions. Yeah, they're six and two and they look pretty good. The Philadelphia Eagles at seven and one. So you now sit technically in second place in the NFC. If I take a look at the standing and say, yeah, it looks great in the North here. They're in first place. But get this, they've only played one division game. So you're talking yeah. about a division with the Vikings who are down now with Kirk Cousins, the Green Bay Packers who struggle, forget about scoring, getting first downs. And now you take a look at the Chicago Bears with Tyson Bajan as their quarterback yeah. here. We don't even know when Justin Fields is coming back. You have one of those teams that we used to look at like the New England Patriots. I'm not saying the Detroit Lions are as good as Tom Brady's New England Patriots, but the Patriots for over a decade had free yep. wins in their division to get home field advantage. The Lions are going to win the division. That's automatically one home game. The Lions right now can stretch this out and even challenge in the NFC for that top overall seed just because of who they're playing down the stretch compared to the 49ers and also the Philadelphia Eagles. That's the point of emphasis I want to look at here. It's not that you think yeah. Detroit is the best overall and most talented team in the NFC. They might have the best pathway to getting home field advantage in the playoffs, and that's huge. That is huge, DRS, and that's a great point. No, the Lions are not Tom Brady's Patriots of the days of old and the dominance in the AFC East. But they are priced like it, according to the odds makers. You saw it right there. Minus 1450 to win the yeah. NFC North. By far the best price of any team to win any of the eight divisions around the National Football League. The Vikings have the second best number. It's plus 1300. This is for a team that has not won a divisional title in three decades. The last divisional title, Donnie, was the NFC Central title for Detroit, a division that no longer exists in the National Football League. That's how long it has been for Detroit. And if you're trying to win a playoff game for the first time in even longer than that, 32 NFL seasons hosting that game where all of the Motor City will be behind you is going to be a huge advantage for the Lions come January because the Vikings are the only team Donnie in that division at an even 500 but we know with Kirk Cousins now on the shelf for the remainder of this season it is not an easy path forward for the Vikes nor is it one for Las Vegas Donnie the Raiders fall to three and five one of the keys we said entering the game could Jimmy Garoppolo take advantage of a porous Lions secondary where everybody this year had had their best passing performance nope 10 of 20 one, a QBR of 3.7 for less than 130 yards. Devontae Adams, Donnie, targeted seven times last night. He had one catch 
for 11 yards. He was open a ton too. Jimmy G could not find him. I'm sure Devontae's disappointment has only grown on this Tuesday morning. Yeah, you saw him slam his helmet down shortly after Jimmy Garoppolo airmailed a play that was an easy touchdown pass, but Jimmy Garoppolo had what we would call piston feet in the pocket where he was feeling the pass rush wasn't, wasn't there and rushing throws. I believe there was even one throw that he threw like sidearm for no apparent reason here just to get the ball out of the pocket so he didn't take another sack. But let's just see what happens, say, at the trade deadline. Coming into the season, what do we think about the Raiders? Not going anywhere. You did, you traded, you actually didn't even trade Derek Carr. You basically cut him last year when you probably could have got a yeah. first-round pick, second-round pick, or at least a couple third round picks here to let him walk to get Jimmy Garoppolo who was already injured what did we think was going to happen with the Vegas Raiders yeah we thought exactly what's happening it's a really bad football team and a bad head coach 160 to 1 for Las Vegas in the AFC tied for the longest price Josh McDaniel your future in question game three of the world series in recap next sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com bp added more than 70 billion dollars to the u.s economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in california and Starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. For the first time in the 2023 World Series, we changed venues. We were in downtown Phoenix last night, a World Series in the desert between the Diamondbacks and the Rangers. Game number three. He is Donnie Wrightside. I am Ben Stevens. Thank you for joining us here bright and early on this Tuesday morning as we recap what we saw last night on the Diamond out in the desert. The Rangers, Donnie, take a 2-1 series advantage with a 3-1 victory in game Game number three. Game three, three runs for Texas, all in the third. Marcus Simeon, an RBI single. He gets on base for the man after him, Corey Seager, to go Yabo, a 421-foot two-run shot. 
And really, Donnie, that was the dis the difference. Brandon fought the 25-year-old rookie from Louisville. Wasn't terrible last night, but he records his first loss here in this postseason. Actually, his first decision overall. And it doesn't go the way of Arizona at home. The Rangers now, DRS, a perfect 9-0 and on the road in this October run. Yeah, and also last night, you look for a fault on the mound and you say, okay, we finally have a pitching matchup in our favor. And yes, the joke was yesterday, Woody Kidami fought versus Scherzer. What world are we in where you actually would trust fault to win this to win this baseball game over Max Scherzer? Now, it didn't happen last night. Today, it's basically a bullpen game, it looks like, for both teams set up. So I do think the Arizona Diamondbacks missed a golden opportunity to take the lead and put the pressure on Texas. But seemingly, Texas loves being on the road. They just don't lose here in pressure situations. A 3-1 to one victory last night was tremendous. Now, from my angle yesterday, Ben, the Arizona Diamondbacks, I thought we had two legitimate RBI opportunities, and that was going to be from Quetel Marte and Lourdes Gurriel Jr. Now, they only had seven bats with runners in scoring position combined for the Diamondbacks, but you had one from Marte. He got a base hit yesterday, but was 0 for 1. Yeah, Gurriel came up twice with runners in scoring position. He went 0 and 2, so the opportunities were there, but that handicap didn't work out because execution was off. But this game was true playoff baseball. This is what we anticipate. Lower scoring games, not a lot of traffic on the bases. Every run matters here. And I was so impressed with the Texas Rangers. And also, this is a credit to Bruce Bochy. He's been in big situations. He's a world championship manager. Nobody's panicking when it's like, hey, you know what? Hopefully you get five out of Scherzer. Oh, no, we got to pull him after, you know, three innings at this point because his back freezes yeah. up and he has nothing left on the table to go to your bullpen, have an active game plan ready that succeeds here because Arizona's been hot at the plate, man. From game five through game, excuse me, game six, seven in Philadelphia, right through two games one and two in Texas, they really shut him down yesterday. And kudos to Bochi and that plan B on that organization yeah. to say, you know what? If Scherzer isn't working out, which I actually didn't think he would, they had a great game plan behind him. I mean, John Gray was a starter this year, DRS, for the Rangers who provided depth in their rotation. He gets the win last night against Brandon Fott, who again has his first loss of this postseason. DRS, he had started four previous times in this October run for Arizona, once against Milwaukee, once against the Dodgers, twice against the Phils. He had not recorded a win despite the fact that the Diamondbacks won all four of the starts that he had made. So yesterday his first decision, he was 0-4-1. Donnie, let's talk about Corey Seager, a former World Series MVP back in 2020 with the Dodgers, who seems well on his way to winning the World Series MVP this fall classic, of course, if the Rangers are victorious as a club. Now, minus one 70. He has been critical DRS in every game for the Rangers and in their two wins, the two-run bomb in the bottom of the ninth in game number one in Arlington against Paul Seawald. It tied, went to extras, and that's where Adolis Garcia walked it off for the Rangers. Yesterday, the winning runs as well. A 421-foot home run against Brandon Fott in the top of the third. Seager, the odds-on favorite at this moment. And Adolis Garcia if you saw it there at 19 to 1 DRS has his odds moved back not because he's just 0 for 0 for 6 in the last two games for the Rangers he also exited game number three early with an injury to his side it is reported he will undergo an MRI to find his availability for the rest of this fall classic 
Yeah, if you're undergoing MRIs, it's obviously serious. I don't even think this is one of those yeah. like, hey, you know, he's okay. We'll just run through an MRI to see what happens. That never would get there until that point. So that's something to keep an eye on. And we're talking about it's not like a, you know, twisted ankle a little bit here. Maybe a shoulder doesn't feel that well. You're talking about torque on a guy that can blast the baseball 475 feet. Yes, you're going to need your obliques to get into that baseball. Something to keep an eye on. But if we are looking at the MVP markets here for the World Series, sure, it makes sense for Corey Seager at a minus 170 price. He's a wonderful wonderful baseball player clearly the best guy going right now in the world series monster hit yesterday to give him a two to one series lead and yes you point out Adolis garcia not playing well the past two games and now injured here but if we are flipping it back the arizona diamondbacks aren't done in this series tonight you know it's awesome ben a nine and a half here at the FanDuel sportsbook for a total rbi shots yeah. all over the place why because we're not getting frontline pitching you're basically going to get a bullpen game on both sides for nine innings that's wonderful we'll handicap that a little bit later in the show but i still look towards Ketel Marte, 14 to 1 price to be the MVP. Another base hit last night, which again, sends that streak running. If you're doing, I, I use this term before, right, Ben? If you're you know doing historic things, you win historic prizes. Yeah. If you tell me right now that nobody goes off, and I don't, I mean like, hey, four home runs in the next five games here for a player, let's just say, you know, Corbin Carroll does it. Of course he's going to be the MVP. But let's just say things go as planned. The Diamondbacks win the next couple games, lower scoring tilt, but Marte racks up a couple base hits and keeps that streak going. I think he's going to take yeah. that 14 to 1 down. And also, the point that you always bring up, and it's valid, it's not supposed to be a prize for the entire length of the playoff run. But I'm telling you, mm-hmm. we're human beings. In the back of your head, if it's even between Corbin Carroll and Ketel Marte, who's getting the MVP? It's going to be Marte for breaking records here. That's just the way I see it. I think you're getting value at 14-1 to 1 there. Yeah, Cattell Marte has still recorded a hit in all 15 games for Arizona this postseason. 19 games in a row in the postseason, dating back to the last time the D-backs were in the playoffs in 2017. He has been a bright spot. He has been the consistent factor for this Arizona offense each and every game. And the D-backs, the RS, have been booked as the underdog in all 15 of their October contests here so far. They are the underdog as well in the World Series outright price. Minus 310 now in favor of the Rangers with that 2-1 series lead. Plus 250, Donnie, for Arizona. Even up at one game all heading to Phoenix last night. The Rangers were minus 142 outright. The D-backs plus 118. A considerable bit of movement, Donnie, after that game three victory in favor of the Rangers. And who are we to doubt the Rangers on the road in unbeaten 9-0 and mark here in the playoffs? Yeah, these two teams fight, and that's the problem. Because typically you'd say, like, okay, now the Diamondbacks won't be able to come back. Says who? Like, you, you talked about taking down the Philadelphia Phillies in their own ballpark in game six and seven. Let's just say the Diamondbacks are down 2-1. They're not panicking at this point. That's a nice price point there at a plus 250 price. And also, it's not as if you're turning the rotation over. Like, Eovaldi is going up against Mantiply tonight. You say, man, that is a yeah. decisive advantage. The Rangers absolutely minus 310 peg it because they're going to win tonight, take a 3-1 series lead, and they should be able to coast. But let's just say they do get a 3-1 series lead or a 3-2 series lead going back to Texas. Nobody's looking back like, oh, we saw this play out before. No way they can come back. Absolutely, they just did it against the Philadelphia Phillies. So still, I'm looking from a Diamondbacks perspective at a plus 250 price here. You might have a pitching advantage in the first two innings tonight for the Rangers. But outside of that, it's going to be a coin flip. And both of these bullpens have been very good all the way through the playoffs. We'll see how it plays out. But I'm excited as a guy who loves to hunt down RBI to have a total of close to 10 in a baseball game that's wonderful 
Joe Mantiply gets the start tonight for Arizona. DRS, eight appearances in the postseason, six and a third. He did pitch an inning of shutout baseball in game number one against the Rangers. But this is not a guy that starts. This is not a guy that we expect to go a super long way tonight. We have seen this formula already for Bruce Boshi and company. Andrew Heaney probably for two or three innings. Dane Dunning behind him for a similar time frame ideally for this Texas side. We know about that. We're not entirely sure what Joe Mantiply is going to bring for Arizona getting the nod as the starter, maybe not the starter, but the opener in game number four of this World Series tonight. Again, the D-backs a slight home underdog. It's minus 106 on the money line, minus 110 on the other side for the Rangers, much like yesterday with an eight or 10 cent distinction tonight, DRS. It's only a four cent difference and I will say this by the way about what we are seeing out of Arizona's offensive lineup Tommy Pham two for four yet again last night he provided a spark for the Diamondbacks in the home half of the seventh he doubled early on in that inning they couldn't really pick him up last night Donnie the Diamondbacks had six hits the Rangers only five a couple of timely hits of course in the top of the third and a two-run shot from Corey Seager but there wasn't all that many scoring chances it felt like last night DRS for the Diamondbacks something the offense is going to need to tick up tonight in game number four Yes, and you saw in game six and seven in Philadelphia, they got those timely hits where there was two outs, they're moving runners, they're running out here, you know, stealing bases. You can't get that running game going if you don't have runners on base in order to get that in motion and put pressure here and have those high leverage innings and situations for the Texas Rangers bullpen. We'll see if they can get it back tonight. But again, I'm not doubting the Arizona Diamondbacks coming back. I like the price point there. It's a toss-up game for me tonight. And if they can get back into the series, that's a nice price of plus 250 here in a game in the series where only down two to one and again they're two good ball clubs here they're used to winning tough environments no team here in this you know between the Diamondbacks and the Rangers is going on the road saying oh man we blew our opportunity at home nobody's doing that here so I look for a good battle game number four the shortest price in the series correct score market the team that wins the World Series and in how many games those two coupled together is still the Rangers going back to Arlington and getting it done in six that would mean the Diamondbacks of course eke out at least one victory here in Arizona before we change venue once again we will preview game number four later on here on TEL more around the association next sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com bp added more than 70 billion dollars to the u.s economy in 2022 investments like acquiring america's largest biogas producer archaea energy and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? 
more confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Welcome back to this Tuesday live right here on the early line on Sports Grid. Both Donnie Wrightside and I were long asleep when the NBA blockbuster came down last night. James Harden DRS leaving Philadelphia once and for all. The beard is headed out to Hollywood. He is a Los Angeles Clipper. James Harden and a few others like P.J. Tucker making their way from Philly out to L.A. In return, a ton of players, Marcus Morris, Nicholas Patum, Robert Covington, and a few more coming back to the 76ers along with a couple of future picks down the horizon as well. So, Donnie, the James Harden saga is done he opted in earlier this offseason signing his tender for this upcoming year all in the hopes and the expectation that his good buddy Daryl Morey would trade him to LA his preferred destination Morey did not James got mad said Daryl Morey is a liar showed up for training camp in Colorado then missed the final two weeks of training camp in the preseason had not played that yet this year for the 76ers all for it to come to a close in the early morning hours of this Halloween Tuesday October 31st James Harden now DRS a Los Angeles Clipper yeah, and it looks like that's the way it was always going to go. And maybe James Harden didn't get there as fast as he wanted to. And was probably promised, hey, James, opt in a contract. You know you're going to the Clippers. We just have to make the deal right. And then the deal stalled out because rightfully so. If you feel you have the ace card here, you're not going to flip it over and tell. So I believe it was Terrence Mann, the guy the Sixers really wanted. Yeah. And then to be able to massage a deal. But it also reminds me of a Sam Hinky type of situation for the Philadelphia 76ers. What did they get back player-wise? They got a lot of expiring contracts. The key is... I've always talked about, Ben, with the Philadelphia 76ers, wasn't this year. I always felt it was a throwaway season. Even if he had come back, talking about James Harden and played this year, are the Sixers true title contenders? Probably not. Could they do some damage? Yes. Might they make the you know Eastern Conference Finals? Possibly. But they're not the favorites to move yeah. on to the NBA Championship or, quite frankly, win one. I was always looking towards next year because why? Now you make this move here. James Harden is off the books, which he would have been at the end of the season. But you didn't want the Philadelphia 76ers to get back multiple Multiple players with multiple years to tie up that cap space that you figure you would have in the future. The Sixers now projected to have between 50 and 65 million dollars in open yeah. cap space next season. Which, if you can say to me, Tyrese Maxey is going to be a superstar, yeah, he's going to take up a lot of money there because he's due a contract. Yep. But Joel Embiid playing as well as an MVP early in the season, and then you add that true superstar to go along with it and fortify the bench, and away you go. The reason, Ben, I brought up a Sam Hinkie type of situation, I love the pick swap routine because you're not saying this year like hey you know what let me get a first round pick this year from you guys and a pick swap and they go well cool 
because we expect to be a top three seed now in the West. So you will get pick number 26 or 27, which means nothing in the NBA. Push it down the road because you know the Clippers are going all in. Now, Los Angeles is always going to get free agents. We understand that. But when the Sixers used to do it with teams like Sacramento, that pick swap turns into, oh, no. We have a top three pick, and the Sixers go, good, we're 13th. Let's pick swap with you and move up to three. That's what you're looking for to the future. Cap space next year, availability in a couple years, stacking the deck here. I like the picks for the Sixers, the players. They're okay here, but the cap space next year, Ben, that's the key. And we'll talk about Philadelphia in a minute, Donnie, because as we both said, entering the year and you highlighted, this was not a shock that James Harden was upset. This was not a surprise that James Harden wasn't going to be out there for the first few games of this NBA season. In fact, Donnie, it would have been more shocking if James Harden actually played for Philly this year than did not. So the overall assessment from the odds makers, the power rating for Philadelphia entering this year, virtually the same now as it was before the James Harden trade we'll look at that in just a moment in the Eastern Conference but for the Clippers Donnie at least on paper James Harden Paul George Kawhi Leonard who is stopping that team an MRI machine but outside of that at least if they can stay healthy DRS they are going to be a formidable side in the Western Conference we talked about the movement the odds getting shorter out west the odds getting substantially shorter cut by more than half to win an NBA championship 27 to 1 before the year got underway that information coming from our producer Joe Frizo the market movement man who just told me he bet the clips before the year now 13 to 1 Donnie for Los Angeles to win the NBA championship, the fifth best number, $2 in front of Golden State, which is interesting because out West, the Clippers and the Dubs at 7-1 have the same price tied for the third best number to win the Western Conference. So, Donnie, can the Clippers make good on those numbers and actually be a true Western Conference and NBA championship contender now with James Harden? I think you're going to get the best of James Harden this season. I really do. But let's also remind ourselves, the nucleus of this team, Ben, is not 23-24 where the sky's the limit. Go back to James Harden when he entered into the NBA and take a look at that Oklahoma City Thunder team, right? They were absolutely tremendous at that point, and certainly we thought they would be an NBA champion, but they weren't. But if we're looking at a James Harden perspective now, I do believe he's going to be solid this season. But if we're looking towards the playoffs, been there, done that before. Somebody is always injured. Somebody's always out. Somebody goes MIA. And I can't remember. It was I think it was two years ago with Kawhi Leonard, who yeah. tore his ACL, and he was questionable every game. Like, he was questionable for games that he yeah. wasn't even in the same state as the game they were going to play. And only later did we mm-hmm. find that they had a torn ACL, which is wild to yeah. think about here. <clears throat> Something always goes wrong with the Clippers, and it looks like that's probably yeah. going to be the case again. But the, Scott, the talent is there, but it never matures, does it? And Donnie, last year, Kawhi was back. He was healthy. Paul George was playing at an incredibly high level. They seemed as though they would be together for the final month of the regular season to make that stretch into the playoffs. This was the year Paul George gets injured, misses all of the postseason. The Clippers bounced early on. Can we go back to the James Harden B-roll, please, to our production staff behind the Mm. scenes? The black and white in memoriam to James Harden's days in Philadelphia. That is Mm -hmm. incredible. Whether it's an album Mm -hmm. cover or an in memoriam. Mm. Sing it, Donnie. Sing it, Donnie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, 
James Harden. There you go. Soliloquy. <laughs> I love that. Whoever made that, we're not paying you enough money. That's pretty Fantastic good. work here at the Space <laughs> Grizz Network. Anyway, DRS, as we move through to the rest of the action around the association last night, a big matchup out east, the Milwaukee Bucks, still the second best price to win the NBA title this year, playing the team that upset them in only five games in the opening round of last year's playoffs. It was the Bucks and the Heat last night in Milwaukee, which makes this game even more interesting, Donnie. Of course, it was the Damian Lillard sweepstakes of sorts. We thought he was going to the Heat. He ends up as a member of the Bucks. I wonder how emo Jimmy felt last night seeing Dame on the other side. Regardless, Milwaukee gets the victory. They're second in three tries this year. 122-114. They closed Donnie as a seven and a half point favorite. It was their first cover of the year as well they do so by the hook yeah and then, by the way they were smoking the heat entering into the fourth quarter by the way the heat smoking. won the fourth quarter 41 to 25 to get even close to that number that's the nba for you the bucks needed that one as a bounce back performance and so did damian lillard i mean come on there you go 7 of 14 from the floor 9 of 11 from the free throw line 25 points overall but Giannis, as we know is going to be that stir that straws the drink for them for 33 total points but the bigger question is not do we think the bucks are going to be good we really do you take a look here at the miami heat now you say to yourself well coming off an off season they still have a lot of talent there. Not much change last year, and we were expecting big change with Dame Lillard. They're one in three. Do we start to hear the Jimmy Butler groans in the background? I told you so. We needed to make some moves here and not just bring back Tyler Hero was the only option for us. It's early in the season. I get it. Miami Heat's going to be a solid basketball team, we anticipate. But a 1-3 start, which includes 0-3 on the road, mm. that's not great here because the vibes coming into the season were down on the yeah. Heat, and they're certainly not improving right now. Heat culture all about being good as a dog when nobody believes in you. A pesky group that can win basketball games and compete. They are now a dog in three straight DRS. They have only covered one time in that span, and that was by the hook against Boston on this past Friday night. But Tyler Hero, the man that was never in trade talks, 42 minutes last night, led the way with 35 points. But yeah, probably not enough for Milwaukee. So the Bucks, the tier of two in the East, are off to a two and one start. The Celtics, the favorites, have looked every bit the part of that boston now a perfect three and oh they win by nearly 20 points last night in the nation's capital in dc 126 107 covering as a 10 point favorite it wasn't Kristaps porzingis in his second revenge game already in the first three this year for the seas it was jalen brown and it was Jason Tatum. 69 points combined between those two. Boston now a perfect 3-0, and oh, Donnie, covering for the first time truly this year. They pushed against the Knicks. They did not cover by the hook again against Miami on Friday night. 42 points in the first quarter. That's how you draw it up. And also, this is what's so fun to talk about the Boston Celtics. Game number one, you hear the phones ringing here from Jalen Brown to his agent. I hate this organization. I hate this team. I got my money. Now's the time for me to leave. Then he has a bounce back performance in game number two and then goes off in game number three. This is the team that we anticipated. 36 out of Brown, 33 out of Tatum, and Porzingis filling in when he can. An efficient seven for nine from the floor. The Celtics for me has always been the best team 
team in the Eastern Conference coming into the season, even above the Milwaukee Bucks. But now they're showing out. If you can get that harmony in the locker room where these superstars are sharing the basketball, they're going to be a formidable opponent. But I have to say, within the next week, week and a half, we're probably going to be saying, like, man, Jalen Brown just can't play with Jason Tatum anymore. It just doesn't work. And then come back into rhythm again. I love that you're saying this like it's been a big thing around the NBA. Multiple people talking about how Jalen Brown needed to be traded after opening night in Madison Square Garden. Topic every week. It was, <laughs> it was one every guy. Week. It was Donnie Wrightside after Jalen Brown got paid the highest salary in the history of the NBA earlier this summer. But Donnie, there is that tier of two out east. The Bucks two and one plus one seventy to win the Eastern Conference crown. Only five cents behind the perfect. Perfect three and O Boston Celtics plus one sixty five the price for the C's and the NBA title favorites at plus three seventy. Donnie, the Pelicans closed last night as a four and a half point favorite. The thought was maybe Golden State wouldn't be at full health or at least a full roster after the first leg of a back to back on the road the night prior in Houston on Sunday, where the Dubs won by eleven. Chris Paul was off the bench. The Warriors say no. We're we're good we're gonna win on the road this year unlike last year having one of the worst road records in the NBA Golden State wins by 28 they hammer the Pelicans in New Orleans and as we said at the start DRS Steph 42 points last night Hey, by the way, it's a, key, a clutch point you bring up right there because Golden State was historically bad on the road last yeah. year. It's like basically we're going to throw every road game away, hand to our business at home, and hopefully we make the playoffs. They open up the season 3-1 and overall, but how about this? 3-0 and on the road. Ultra impressive here for them. And also from a game where maybe you don't get your superstars playing in back-to-back roles, Steph Curry was fantastic in that game, and that's the way you do it. You lean on your superstars, 42 points. I didn't see it coming, but that's a big-time win for the Golden State Warriors. I expected much, much better out of the un beaten pelicans coming into that game drs an offer but at home the grizzlies 0 three yeah. at home oh and four overall winless to start this year in the nba last year they were great without john moran this year not so much lucas scores 30 plus the mavs win by 15 in the grind city more on tel next sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com bp added more than 70 billion dollars to the u.s economy in 2022 investments like acquiring america's largest biogas producer archaea energy and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. 
Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Yesterday, of course, was a sports equinox for the only time in 2023, October 30th, all four major men's professional sports leagues here in North America, plus Major League Soccer, two playoff games in action on the same day, Monday night football in the Motor City, a Major League Baseball World Series game in Arizona, 11 games around the association, nine on the ice in the NHL, in DRS, the defending Stanley Cup champions, barely, just barely stay perfect. The Vegas Golden Knights in a shootout at home yesterday against the Montreal Canadiens end up with a victory 3-2. to two. Tied at 2 after regulation, Viva Las Vegas holds on. They are 9-0-1 this year. They have not suffered a defeat. They have the most points so far this year in the National Hockey League as well. You know, it's ultra impressive, too. Forget about them winning a Stanley Cup or even winning last night 3-2 to two or opening up the season 9-0-1, which is incredible. As a franchise that just came into the league, you're supposed to stink for a decade. You're supposed to be like, okay, well, we have a lot of fans the first two years, but now we're not bad. Like, they pack the house every night. They're running for Stanley, in the running for Stanley Cups every single year. This is not normal, and it's enjoyable here because most of the time you would look towards, like, the original six cities, the hockey-born cities where they've had it in for generations. This is lost. Vegas, and they're a hockey hotbed, which is phenomenal to watch. Now, just like we talk about the Green Bay Packers, where it's like, hey, you go from Favre to you know Aaron Rodgers and 30 years of greatness here. I want to see the Golden Knights, if they ever have a downturn for a hockey season. It doesn't look like it's coming anytime soon. One of the best well-run organizations in hockey, and they've barely been around, Ben. Yeah, absolutely so. Against one of the original six last night in Montreal. Aiden Hill, huge in net once again for Vegas. By the way, they're 9-0-1 so far this season. The Boston Bruins after the best ever regular season last year 8-0-1 with a victory last night and as we told you the Seattle Sounders minus 150 money line Seattle a huge win in the Pacific Northwest 2-0 over FC Dallas. Hour 2 starts in 55 seconds. Across America BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. 